And so, just like the Halloween franchise, we're back with mm. another yeah, that's good. objectively better installment in the yeah. What We Even Doing franchise. Mm-hmm. I am your host, Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom, a.k.a. the last survivor of the Halloween franchise, being joined... <laughs> doesn't even make sense. Uh, being joined, as always, by my faithful cohort and companion. Uh, I am... Braden, otherwise known as Damien Deschain. Disagreeable Deschain on Twitter. Ooh. I'll, talk, I'll come back to that later. Um, otherwise known as the first person to escape from Tom's guest room. That's actually true. So, guys, this is episode 101. Yes. We are still giving you this one for the low, low cost of freemium 99. I want to go into just for the thing while I'm thinking of. Yep. The free episodes are going to be numbered as they usually would be, even though yes. it's every other week. It's yes. not going to be like episode 102, even though it is what are we even doing, um, episode 102 isn't going to be called episode 102 on the Patreon. It's probably right. going to be something along the line of, what are we even doing, Patreon exclusive, episode 1. Right. And then we'll go from there. Those are going to have separate... I just don't want it to get confusing. Right. Because I personally was confused. That way you guys are going to know... What you are and are not listening to, what you have and have not missed, you know what I mean? That way you you can either pay some fucking money or not, and your stream will, in essence, stay cataloged in a way that is easily manageable. Yes. Yes. It's almost like just two alternate universes, but it's the same product. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to look at it. And you know what? It's kind of like a Raw and a SmackDown thing. Mm, Okay. You know? Like if you had to pay for one but not the other. Yeah, I would definitely pay for SmackDown. SmackDown's been pretty good. I want to. I'm going to talk about that in the undercard. I, I, I got a. Okay. I got a. We've got a. We've got a lot to talk about here, ladies. This and show is going to be wild. Can first we, of all, go ahead. We're not in the guest room. As that is I, true. As I alluded to, as I'm the first person to ever escape from Tom's guest room. Yes. This is, and it might sound a little bit different. I don't know if it does. Uh, I'm not quite listening. I think it was about. Episode 35, when I stopped wearing the headphones just to make sure everything right. sounded all right. Yeah. I just started trusting the $130 <laughs> microphone to do what it does. And I look at the waveforms to kind of keep a good uh, view. But it might be a little bit echoier in here because we're still. Guys, we're, not only. We've talked about the visual medium for so long. We have. And by the way, we are still constructing. No, yeah. I'm saying. That's what I was about to say. We're yeah. like now, finally, actively building. The visual space that you will see. Um, there will come a time where you will get to watch us talk. And then also cameras are still expensive. So That too. You know. But, but uh, we were in the uh, still under construction era of this for the WowEd studio, which I'm looking at the wavelengths and I think we're going to be fine for right now, especially. Uh, but oh, it's yeah. only going to get better as time goes on. Uh, gutted a good uh, section of the basement. Drag some stuff down here. Set some stuff up. We've got some lights that we've already got set up. We've got these supports for the lights. I guess you know. I'm yeah. not sure what, so, how would you actually call them, but now we've just got a because backdrop. we're actively building what we call a studio doesn't yes. mean it's going to be a hundred thousand dollar studio, guys. Oh God, we no. have two curtain rods, twist and fit, so you can like twist them to loosen them, yeah. extend them, and then twist them to to get to to get them to stop from loosening and stuff. We got two of those going from the ceiling to the top. Guys, the, the, the ceiling in the basement is 
just about one me tall. Yeah, a if little you're bit less. Me, me and Braden are tall drinks of water, and the the basement in the house for us is a little tight. Yeah, like we can stand up in between the beams, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. But walking through this place, we were just talking about it off the air. Me and him are both like when we're walking through here, we're hunched over like fucking Igor because we're yeah. so afraid of just absolutely smashing our skulls on the ceiling down here. I I'm. The other day when we were working on it, though, and Berna is just strolling through here, just free as a bird. You know, And it's one of the only times, like, thank God I'm tall. But, like, it was one of the only times where I've ever been like, you know. Yeah. All right. Because I have been consistently giving myself about two to three feet of clearance. <laughs> just because it's easier to zip around while I'm going, while I'm too short. Yeah. Than it is to fucking be slower and and stand up straighter. You know what I like? I can't wait for enough time to go by that we spend recording down here that you and I just start bear crawling around like a golem or those uh, humanoid things from that movie The Descent. Or we get to a point where we're, we're so unworked, like we just do this and mm-hmm. are zipping, we're like just ducking our yeah. necks and are zipping around here because we we've know got it dialed in. Yeah, we've, got, we've got it dialed start, in. Start pulling our hair up so it functions like the whiskers of a cat. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's amazing. Brother, um, we've got a lot to talk about, and I need this right now. Can we please oh, yeah, ring yeah. that that's, opening bell? Here's a thing that's not going away. And in sync. Holy shit. That was as in sync as we were on episode one. 101 episodes acc- later. Where we accidentally did Yeah. It. And then it, then it began. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Now, I think I was done talking about that. Now, okay. I'm not sure, but our studio is coming along. To put a yes. cap on that conversation, our studio is coming along, I would say nicely, but yeah. we've run into a couple things where I was like, oh, that didn't work out as well as I thought right, it would, yeah. but, you know. Got to get a little bit more there. material for this backdrop. We got to move that shelf, a um, little bit more equipment. You know, you were talking about some more lights and everything else, but rest assured, guys, it's happening. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Speaking of happening, the Twitter machine. Disagreeable disdain. You said you had something you wanted to discuss. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to read a couple of my tweets today. This is today. I've been active on Twitter today. Usually not. Um, Our Twitter. Still can't get into it, by the way. It has been since early August. Oh, yeah. That's another thing I keep forgetting about. That's yeah, fine. Anyways. So I tweeted. Uh, come on, dude. Why do you have to get my... Okay. There we go. Why? Okay, here's what I tweeted. Why is Bret Hart so quick to say fuck Goldberg, but not fuck myself for wrestling multiple times with a concussion? I'm not saying right. Goldberg is in the right, but he's not the whole wrong. No, that's actually true. Like, he, there's never any, like, fuck Terry Funk, and Terry Funk was giving Bret unprotected chair shots to the head days after the Goldberg match. He and before. He could have been like, hey, man, Goldberg was a little... He rocked me on stuff sure. he's an unsafe piece of shit. Can you not do this? Chair can I not? Can I? Or for that matter, can I go to a? Can I go to a specialist? Can I just not work today? Someone did with anyone reply. They didn't know anything about concussions back then. I'm like, fair point. I was never arguing that. I get like, yeah, we obviously we were not as well versed on it then as we are now. But I would have thought that a consummate professional would have been like, I am fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's like, true too. I don't know. I'm getting go, a lot I'm, of people who are. Uh, Mad at me, and and at this point, I changed my Twitter name to Disagreeable Death Chain. I'm aware. Sure. I don't care. I'm like 
This is one of your lesser hot takes, though. Honestly, it is. Like, I, I didn't say anything bad about either person, frankly. Now, is this... Well, I, I did kind of... Now, I didn't this, say anything worse about one person than the other. Anyway. So earlier today, Hartenbauer walks up to me, and he's laughing. He just read something on his phone, and he's like, I can't believe this. And I go, what? And he goes, so there's this quote from Bret Hart about how... Something about, like, he would have loved to have worked with Kurt Angle. And I was like, mm-hmm. that would have been good. Oh, yeah. No, no one can deny that. And he goes, yeah. And then he goes on to say he would have loved to have worked with Brock... Because he heard he was such a pro in the ring, unlike Bill Goldberg. And you didn't like, have to add that. That's, that's a, why I tweeted what I tweeted. Right. I brought this up earlier because I didn't even see the original thing until Mike told me about it. And I brought this up and I was like, can he not have a conversation? Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. Without. It, it, so then it, now it's still running gag. It's going to be a running gag at work. I'm just like. Nice weather we're having today, Brett. Yeah, yeah, it's real nice outside. Unlike Bill Goldberg, he wasn't very nice to my brain. Like, it's seriously, it is. That's why I tweeted the original thing. Good. A lot of people are like, um, saying, "Oh, this is some of the stupidest shit I've seen on Twitter." No, and it's I'm like, not. No, it's not. But you it's, can have your opinion. Objectively, it's not. There's way dumber shit for yeah, sure. Yeah, This, this isn't. Again, even for you, this isn't like. It's pretty tame for me to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so and then people defending Bret Hart. And stuff like that. I'm like, you can defend who you want. So I tweeted another thing. This is from 37 minutes ago as of the time of this recording. He said, so, to clarify my last tweet for some mouth breathers, Goldberg fucking sucks. Bret Hart isn't as smart as he thinks he is. And at this point, Bret needs to drop it. I never said Goldberg was good or right. Right. Like, do does Steve Austin bury Owen Hart every chance that he fucking gets? No. I would argue that Owen hurt Steve worse yeah. than Bill did Brett. Yeah. And then I would also argue Steve Austin's a bigger star than Brett Hart. Oh, well, that's undeniable. I, yeah, I actually, I said that thinking it was going to be an argumental point. I don't think it is. I don't, that's I don't even, arguable. I don't even think that like a diehard Brett Hart fan would think that he was bigger than Steve Austin. That, that's no, just no. not real. But like Austin missed out on months and months of one of his hottest periods because of Owen. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like, when was the last time that Steve Austin just out of nowhere was like, yeah, Owen fucking dropped me on his on my head? Bret Hart was dead in the water in WCW before Goldberg did that. Sure. And, like, so, you know, I don't want to see somebody get injured, but, like, it's... the My tipping point for that, honestly, was when he was talking about how Goldberg never sent him any money. What? This is a real thing. Brett's bitching about how Goldberg was getting these like million dollar paydays to go to Saudi Arabia and never like kicked him anything back from it for well kicking him back in the fucking head I guess but like one Brett you're not hurting for money mm, no it, it's not like he's out on the fucking streets or something you know what I mean like hit the, and plus even if he was how is that Goldberg's responsibility that too. You know, it's just kind of like, are you that fucking greedy? Like, Brett lives in a fucking palace. He he will never want for anything outside of Bill Goldberg's death, evidently. It, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I think that... Okay, uh, uh, Draws. Paralyzed by D'Lo Brown. Yeah. Does not wish harm on D'Lo. Does not do interviews about how Delo's an unsafe piece of shit. And in fact, it said, no, it was an accident. They did the same spot over and over and over again. It was just a fucking accident. You know, things happen. Yeah. I might argue that 
being like confined to a wheelchair for your life, especially when like I'm not going to say Draws was going to like set the world on fire or anything, but like he played pro football. He's a pro wrestler. You know what I mean? He has a perfectly active, healthy fucking life. Yeah. That is taken away from him due to an accident in the ring. Well, he's not fucking. You know what I mean? Doing interviews where he's like, "Fuck D'Lo Brown." A lot of people said that that's what fucked over D'Lo was because then it like it broke his confidence, shattered his psyche. Which I, I would be of right course, there with him. How would you like you? You would feel awful. I would feel awful if I had done to Bret Hart what Goldberg did. Absolutely. And maybe Goldberg was like, "Yeah, fucking, he deserved it. He was right." No, I'm kidding. That's that's. But like, I'm not even right. kidding. But well, I am kidding. I don't know. To me, kidding. it's just a thing where it's like if if the if that incident had gone down right mm-hmm. and Brett. Had had ended up forgotten and just penniless, and you, you know what I mean. If his entire existence and legacy was just in the fucking shitter because of it, bro, I can I understand your bitterness, you know. Yeah. But again, it's like I'm not saying that like it's cool or good. I never but, even said that in my tweet. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that here and now. But it's just yeah. a thing where it's like, also, Brett, it's been twenty plus fucking years. Like, yeah. you made peace with Shawn Michaels. You made peace with Vince McMahon. <laughs> like, you know, you're, Owen died because of Vince's bullshit negligence. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. But Goldberg is just this unforgivable fucking deity to him. It's, I didn't even just, think about that. Yeah. Like, it's I don't just, know. Maybe, maybe if Big Bill fucking kicks him a couple hundred thousand dollars that he doesn't need for anything, it'll It's very much the, the CM Punk thing for me. Mm. Like, my problem with Bret Hart isn't Bret Hart in ring. It's outside of the ring, where he's just a fucking loser my... who gets put in lockers. <laughs> my problem with Bret... My problem with Bret now is what we're talking about. Yeah. Where it's just, 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 just bitter, hanging on, this, that, and the other, right? My problem with Bret back in the day wasn't even that I thought he was bad. I have never said that Bret Hart was a bad wrestler. There are times where he does bore me. Like, even you know, even at his peak, there were times where he did bore me. But I never thought he was bad. My problem was that I felt like he was positioned higher than he should have been. Oh, okay. I think that yeah, if I the steroid scandal doesn't happen, if a lot of people don't bail out to go to WCW, doesn't happen... Brett is an Intercontinental Champion, and he's a Tag Champion, and he is a guy who elevates other people to the main event scene. That's how I always viewed him. I never viewed him as the fucking top of the card, end-all, be-all, and that's my fucking opinion. So if you're listening to this and you disagree, fuck you. Uh, Suck sand. In space and Canada. Whichever one is worse. Um, <laughs> never been to Canada. I actually would like to go to Canada. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it... There's just some people that I don't view in certain roles. Now, I'm not making a direct comparison here, but, like, anytime that they try to make Baron Corbin, like, a top guy, I don't buy it. It's not that yeah. he is, you know, like, I do not think that he is bad, but I'm never going to believe world champion Baron Corbin. Like, yeah. I just... I, I, I can... I don't know, it's just a pill I can't swallow. Fuck Twitter. Yeah. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Bret Hart's... Fucking attitude. Anyway, yeah, so Twitter's been pissing me off. We're coming in hot. <laughs> I love it. I got a lot of energy tonight. I'm in a good fucking mood. That's what, um, we, that's what we give the people. So, okay, 
I got to throw this out here real quick. I made a note on it. I just want to plug this show. Love, Death, and Robots on yeah. Netflix. Guys, check this fucking show out. I don't know how I stumbled upon it. I saw the first episode was only like 11 minutes, and I was like, all right, I'm about to go to bed. Cool. It's complete anthology. Every episode is unrelated to the other ones. I think the longest one I've seen so far is 22 minutes, which is a, a Simpsons episode. You know what I mean? Like That's short. Guys, I watched that first episode that was 11 minutes. I stayed up for the next two and a half hours watching these. I think I stayed up that wow. night until almost two in the morning. I Jesus. never stay up that late anymore. Unless Jesus. we're doing this. Um, Fair enough. Great show. Fucking love it. Absolutely loved it. Um, I'd also like to say, in regards to the opening bit, I did watch Halloween Ends. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of very close friends who love the Halloween franchise. And so much so that one of my best friends has like uh, tattoos of Michael Myers and homages to the different ones and stuff. I want to make this very clear. It's okay to like a movie. However, <laughs> Halloween Ends was a terrible, terrible, terrible film. Uh, <laughs> and when discussing it earlier today with friend of the show, Bucky Collins, mm-hmm. he said, I may just be getting ramped up from this conversation because we're going back and forth. Like, why? what the fuck was this? What the fuck was that? And he goes, I may just be getting ramped up from talking about it with you. But it might be the worst movie I've ever seen. And I was like, pump the brakes, because he's probably seen more movies than I have. And I go, it's one of the worst horror movies I've seen in a long time. I think it's one of the lesser Halloween ones. But he's he's really hot about it. I am glad that I watched it for free at home. There you go. There you uh, go. And also, I had low expectations, and they were not met. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I, I love the 2018 one. I really fucking enjoyed that movie. And then the the second one, I really did not care for uh, at all. And then this one was... I'm not going to say it's better. I'm not going to say it's worse. I'm saying it's it's a tight race between which one I hated more. Okay. The next morning, me and Meg are having coffee together. We buried this Halloween Ends movie for 30 minutes. <laughs> the day after we watched it nothing prompted the conversation we're just sitting in the in the living room having coffee together and she out of nowhere she's just so that movie fucking sucked right I go it did and you know what <laughs> <laughs> oh amazing fuck. amazing but so I'm sure there's people that like it and I and I can't wait for the next Halloween movie because they're not gonna end it I'm, I said it I, as we saw the trailer I'm gonna say this the, you know what? I don't, I don't care about spoilers. If you, if you truly care about a movie that was dropped for free on streaming, tune out for the next couple seconds. The end of this fucking movie, they throw Michael Myers' body into a like a, a metal crusher, like a like a you know those videos that you see on like TikTok or whatever, where it's like this is satisfying to watch something oh, get destroyed, yeah, yeah, where it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah, gears yeah. turning in on each other. Yeah, they throw his body into one, and you see his body disintegrate. If they do another one, we either we it, it's got to be a thing where you just don't. First of all, just just don't. But if they do another one specifically in this timeline or whatever, it's either not Michael Myers or we are going to go just full tilt fucking stupid and somebody clones him or something like that would be cool. 
I honestly wish they would go more insane with it. They're trying to make it too serious, you think? Is well, the, the problem with to me with Michael Myers is that like the original, the original one from seventy six, seventy six or seventy eight, it's a masterpiece. It's 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 a fucking undeniable masterpiece of a movie. But he is just a man. Well, then the problem is that okay, how do you? How does this happen? Like, is this existing in our real world? Is there a supernatural thing? Is there, you know, what? How? Like, the moment that you start to think about it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and all I need from these movies is to just say he's a mutant or a demon. I, I don't care, but he can't just even in the 2018 one. They're like, oh yeah, he's been in prison for 40 years. Well, I'm doing the math, and I'm like, so we're all really scared of this like 67 year old man. He's superhuman, I guess. <laughs> but he's not like he's just a dude. I don't know, like. Yeah. Like, okay, Friday the 13th, right? I like Jason Voorhees. Those movies are all bad. Mm. Outside of, like, maybe a few of them, right? But you just, they tell you, he's he's a fucking zombie, basically. Like, he's just some dude who came back from the dead. That's it. I'll accept it. Fine. I don't care. They don't say, oh, yeah, that's just a guy. <laughs> well, when, well, how is he still alive? Oh, I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. God damn it, I hated it. I hated it so bad. We've still not even... You know what? We're not going to yet. We haven't even talked about what we're going to talk about here today. Um, I have a car update next. Mm. When last... Um, when last we spoke yes. on this podcast about my car, which was last episode, yes. as I literally listened to that portion of it as I pulled up today. Good. Um... Car stopped working and we were waiting. It was it's in waiting. We were waiting to to hear what was wrong with it. Yeah. So, we called today, um, a week after we got it in. A week and a day actually, eight whole days after we got it in. And um, they're still waiting to get a diagnosis on it because they're they're not. There's a car ahead of mine that they're still fixing. For a week. Okay. But we have a partial diagnosis. I don't remember when they, they said this, but they called a it the... partial diagnosis. Of what the, what's wrong with... Or, or, okay. Or they, they, okay, so they started looking at, at the engine. I don't okay. know if, like, they... I don't know. I don't know what it is, but they started looking at this engine. Then there's the car ahead of mine that's being fixed. And now they're, they're, they're still waiting to fully look into it. So that's okay. where we're at with that. It's kind of bullshit if you ask me, but that's fine. What they did find when they started looking were metal shavings in the upper part of the engine. Oh, no. Oh, big time no. That's... I have two... I don't need to tell you this, but that's very bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are two courses of action going forward. As of, as of the information that they have given us, which is very little, uh-huh. because they haven't even fully looked at it. Can I try to guess? Number one, new motor. Yes. Okay. Number two. I'm Rebuild? Le- leaning more towards this one. Yeah. So no, option number one, full new engine. Yeah. Or option number two, 
just the upper part of the engine. It'll yeah. be a little bit cheaper. It'll run enough for so we, we can trade it in and get a new car. There you go. Yeah. Car. So if they have to rebuild the engine or do a full replace, why replace would I trade in? Right. Why would I trade it in if it's a brand new engine? I might right. as well just stick with it because, you know, yeah. that, that whole thing. But if we can do a partial thing and get it running enough yeah. to trade it in, that's the option we're going. Yeah. So either way, it's going to be a new car. Man, basically. That's, that's tough. That's fucking tough. But hey, fuck yeah, new car. Love new cars. <laughs> love new cars on this show. This will be car number two since the time you've known me. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't wait to keep sabotaging you until you catch up to me. Dude, I can't wait till like 70 years from now. Somehow both of us are 80 years old. I caught up to you. I caught up to you. I was just we're maxed eight, out on age. Yeah. <laughs> By that point, the technology both, just allows it to stop. Both 80 years old. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to go in for 11. And you're like, I was thinking about doing 842. Do you want to go car shopping together? Like, we're going to be the only two people that keep track of how many cars that the other has had since we've known each other. Oh, man. Uh Buddy of mine is having some real issues getting a truck that he ordered brand new yes. through a dealership. You, you I know told I'm talking this about story. That, yeah, is how, how, are there any updates? You know or? what? I haven't even asked yet because I'm I'm genuinely afraid that if I say, "Hey, man, what's going on with that?" that like my phone's just going to get hot with the anger coming from him. <laughs> like it's going to be hard for me to hold. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking, I had some. Oh, um, we. I did not deal with this customer today. This ended up being a mic thing. Mm, mm. But we had a customer today call and complain, and he was so angry. Like, he was just being irrational, quite frankly, that he said to uh, Hartenbauer, current Zawa Live champion, by the way, I'm going to come down there and kick your ass. And Mike said, go for it. And this guy showed up. And I think that he thought he was just talking to some, you know, a, a kid or, you know, whatever that's working at the restaurant. Well, Hartenbauer's got arms the size of, like, our bodies or whatever, <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, so yeah. The, and And the our girl that was working up front today tells me the whole story, because when I get back, they're telling it to me, and they're laughing about it. But basically, this guy walks in and was all pissed off because he didn't get beef on his nachos. He did not order beef on his fucking nachos. So that's why he didn't get it. And Mike explains. And that's why I wanted to kick someone's right. ass. Exactly. That was worth driving across town because I took this delivery. By the way, the guy didn't tip me, so fuck him. He didn't deserve beef. <laughs> but like he, he literally, when he placed the order, he talked to Mike. Mike made the food, and then he calls and says, "Yeah, this is fucked up." He's like, "No, it's not." Which it wasn't. This yeah. gets escalated. Mike stays calm. The guy's like, "Yeah, I'm going to come down and kick your I'm ass." Sorry. Whatever. He shows up, Mike walks out, and the guy immediately backpedals. This is just some 50-year-old fat dude. Also, his house was trash. Like, smelled like pure fucking diaper shit. Um, Jesus. Why diaper specifically? You know what? (laughs) Long story story short, the issue was resolved without violence because the guy realized he had bitten off. And also was willing to drive across town for nacho rage. Yeah. Get 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 a That's fucking That's nacho rage. Get, no, it ain't. Get a fucking hobby. Get a fucking life. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like uh I, I do however <laughs> God damn it. I wanna say this. In my line of work, there have been times where I have and when I say there have been times, I mean this happens frequently. Mm-hmm. Where I'll go to someone's house and like like my place, this house, like sometimes it gets a little cluttered. 
You know, but I, it's yeah. not what I would call messy. Sometimes there's some dishes in the sink that need done, right? There's yeah. some cans on the table that need to be thrown away. There's a barcode on your sink, and yeah. I don't know how that got there, but I absolutely love it. Peeled it off of a dish or something, and I just put it there and just <laughs> said, fuck it. But you know what I mean? Like, that's just stupid. It's not like... Oh, dis- my God, this lawn chair I, almost tipped over. I wouldn't I call laughing. it disgusting. You know what I mean? Like, this is a pretty clean house. I go to some fucking houses, and I genuinely don't know how people live in them. Yeah. Like, the fucking stink that comes... Like, I went... And by the way, fun fact, I don't know if we talked about it in the history of the show, I don't have a good sense of smell. Hmm. There's a lot of times where people are like, oh man, something smells good, this, that, and the other, and I'm like, I got nothing. Like, it's got to be something overpowering and in my grill for me to be like, oh, all right. But there's there was a house last week I went to. I opened the... Like, this person opens their door to get their pizza... I felt like I'd been hit in the fucking eyes with a bag of shit. I was like, how the fuck are you alive? <laughs> like, I would... Dude. Oh, shit. I, 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 I would live in a tree house. Yeah. Before I would live in that fucking house that stinks like that. Round mm-hmm. the clock. Like, they have to know. They can't be, <coughs> they can't be adjusted to it. Maybe they, got, maybe they got the Rona. Oh, man, that's true. And then they're just, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Interacting with me. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Um, Fuck. Yeah, even me, like, I'm... My mother can attest to this. When it comes to cleaning up after myself, sometimes I can be a little bit... Uh, counterproductive. Sure. <laughs> but even I get to a point where I'm like, alright, this needs done. And then, like, I, and then I clean it all. But is that, like, what I'm going to call dirty? Or is that just, like, clutter? Because it's easy to have, like, you have... You see Clutter, how many, big time. See how many pairs of fucking shoes I have? Yeah. Like, they get fucked up and thrown around the kitchen all the time. To me, that's just clutter. It's just shoes that need to be put away. I'm talking about, like, there's open containers of rotten food sitting on these people's fucking windowsills and shit. And it's like, that is disgusting. That is, yeah. like... I don't know. To at me, worst, I can't think of the right word I'm looking for. But when it's a, when it's literal garbage, at worst, um, maybe a dirty dish or two on my computer desk. Awful. Um, How bad? You know what I mean? Like because a lot of the times I'm eating, it's at like twelve. Sure. <laughs> so I get like whatever food it is, and I bring it down there, and yeah. then like by the time I'm eating it and I'm done gaming, I'm pro- I'm like I'm going to bed, and I forget Ooh. about it, and then I see it, and then I deal with it. <laughs> Also, and I'm only now remembering that I set this up earlier. So speaking of food, eating it late, you know, whatever. Mm. So motivation is high for me right now, right? Love it. There's some stuff on the on the horizon. We're talking Dreamwave stuff. It's got me firing on all cylinders, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to get in some real good fucking shape. I have come to very much enjoy my treat of the day so far as my diet goes. Not just being the beers. I, I was talking about this the other day with Fowler, actually, which was perfect. But I go, yeah, man, I'm trying to get in the best shape of my life. I am not going to stop drinking, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said yeah. it that fast, and he, he laughed. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've come to enjoy, end of the day, end of the night, I'm like, I'm going to give myself a small treat. And I eat a single Reese's uh, egg tree, whatever the fuck is out right mm, now. Okay. I grab one out of the freezer because they're better cold. Go to my bed. I turn on my cartoons, I eat a Reese's cup, I go to sleep. So, 
That sounds wholesome. It is. Uh, I bring this up because earlier today when I stopped to... By the way, guys, we moved uh, for the studio. Moved my mini fridge from the garage down here. So the It's on a machining table, it seems. It is on a machining table. You know what? The, the description of the studio is actually way more insane than the visual will ever be. But yeah, the mini fridge is on a machining table with a vice. There's a stand-up... Uh, freezer right next to it. <laughs> and next to that is my other uh, bench and workout set. Uh, yeah, there's also God a sink. It. Yeah. About two feet, two, three feet away from Tom right Good now. Good old fashioned laundry sink that, in case of emergency, can be used to piss in. Mm-hmm. Um, and should be, frankly. <laughs> but, uh, God Just damn it. Drop a hot piss in, in, in a sink, ladies and gentlemen. I can't and then wait. For, live. I can't wait for the episode where we get that fucked up and desperate, and just in the background, you just hear just a. Why did that sound exactly like what it was like? It, I don't know how that sounded to the people, but his, your impression of that sounded like specifically piss hitting. <laughs> Hitting not even sp- water. No, not specifically water. hitting a laundry Specifically sink. piss hitting specifically, I think that's like plastic, right? Mm-hmm. It's like some sort of plastic. It was so accurate. Thank you. Um, regardless, the reason I bring all of this up, and I'm probably going to do this on the show because I'm curious what my reaction will be. I stopped to buy some beers to put in the mini fridge in the studio mm. to reduce the, the vamp time. And I see Reese's Cups... Big ones, right? Yeah, your the big, big cups. You got the that's big, your big boy with Reese's pieces inside. Now I see this, and I think back to a the most recent episode of uh, our good friends over at Review Review. They get into a heated argument about candy, but they go in the the Reese's cups versus Reese's pieces debate. First and foremost, Reese's cups in this in this instance by a mile. I know you're not a big peanut butter guy, but trust me on this. Not a big chocolate guy either. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> dude, it, it was very funny. They got very mad about the the M&M mascots. And I was like, oh, I, don't, wait, wait. I didn't realize that they were different flavors. I knew, what? I, like, I know that the yellow one is the peanut M&M. Yeah. Because he's a big fat fuck, and those ones are bigger because they got a peanut in them. Yeah. But evidently, the other M&Ms are like, the, the mascot ones or whatever, those animated ones, yeah. are different flavors. I had no idea. I also didn't know that they had personalities. I thought it was just the red one and the yellow one. No, they they're, they do have distinct personalities. Because there's a sexy green one. Mm-hmm. I know that. Because then Tucker Carlson yeah. got mad when they changed the design and was like, I can't fuck this M&M anymore or something. What? I, I don't know. They changed the design of the green M&M and Tucker Carlson bitched about it. And everyone's kind of like, did, did, did you want to have sex with the M&M, Tucker? You gotta Spoiler. be honest with yourself. You were cucked by that elf dog. <laughs> I, I fucking hate Tucker Carlson. Yeah, Cucker Carlson, I think is what Boom! Is. Roasted. Cucker just... Tarlson is his spoonerism. Holy shit. Roasted, just like the peanut inside of that big fat yellow M&M. Uh, anyways, I bought these Reese's Cups with the Reese's Pieces in them. And I intend to try one live on the show. Mm. Tell you all what I think. So stay tuned for me eating... Not just drinking. I thought is that I thought you were doing that now. Not yet. Um, oh. Whenever I run out of beer in this can, I get up to go get a new one. I'll come oh. back with the Reese's cups. I put them in the freezer well, too. 
we've just introduced it. Why don't you just do that now and grab an extra can so that when you finish that one, you'll already have the can. You know what? You make a good And you'll point. have done the same thing just earlier. All right. And that way we don't have to be like, oh, well, now Tom needs a new beer, so we're going to interrupt this to, to go back to that Reese's thing. All right. Uh, I love how many, how many sounds you're making. Like. Okay. So good idea, excellent idea. So let's not introduce the segment, forget about it. Oh hey, remember that thing? <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to that. All right. I love how we're just opening packages super close to the microphone here. All right. Nice frosty, frozen cold, big cup. Need the big one, with the Reese's mm. pieces. Mm-hmm. Reese's Pieces, by the way. Pieces? That's how it's pronounced. I know it is spelled pieces. Pieces? Reese's Pieces. That's how it's fucking said. All right. You said Reese's Pieces. Mm. I thought it was Reese's Pieces or Reese's Pieces. You're the only person I've ever heard say Reese's Pieces. You're mixing them. That is an excellent piece of candy. Mm, Okay. See, it looks like something that I would actually like because the Reese's Pieces, like the little M&Ms yeah. that, are, that are the chocolate and peanut butters, mm-hmm. I enjoy those way oh, yeah. more than I like a cup. Hmm. So, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is excellent. This is great. I think I'm going to eat this one on the show and put that other one back in the freezer. Okay. Um, interesting. Do you have any... Um, Thing that I want. This is something else I want to bring up. As I now talk on the podcast with my, <laughs> while eating, with my mouth full of fucking sugar, like a god damn it, I'm trash. Um, do you got any food combinations that you like that you know are like not quite acceptable? I mean, I'll just go ahead and say right off the bat, the mukbang sauces that Berna and I make, I know are. Is Probably this a thing where not. you just pour condiments into a glass and shake it up or something? It, into a, a bowl and stir it. Oh, God. We're, we're classy here. We'll I, do, like, ranch, ketchup, um, uh, uh, honey. Oh, my syrup, God. We, uh, sriracha. Uh, How are you alive? Is this why Berna is the way that he is? Has he sauced uh, no, himself? I, no, I don't think it's why Berna is the way that he is. I think the way that Berna is is why we did this, though. Mm, you know what okay. I mean? Um, but I'm fully on board. I fucking love it. We'll put some A1 in there. Jesus Christ. All but of then it. Then what are you eating this on? Uh, Dipping dip chicken nuggets in them, dude. Tyson. Tyson. Tyson chicken nuggets. Dip it in that what we call a mukbang sauce. <laughs> It's one of our favorite things to do while absolutely obliterated. Should get some Holyfield nuggets too. It's a boxing joke. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, folks, the Ali nuggets first. Um, I, I brought that up because, like, for some reason lately, my hangover cure, specifically on Sundays at work, <laughs> and I'm not saying that I'm eating this and drinking this at the same time. This is not like a take a bite, have a sip. It's one happens and then the other happens. Chicken tenders slathered in hot sauce, iced coffee. Mm. There's something about both of those things being in my tum-tum at the same time that makes a hangover just wash away like a nice warm wave. There you go. Uh, 
Should we start to talk about what we're talking about yet? Should we do that, or do we do the Gmail, or the email? Yes, let's do the email Gmail. We do have one. I saw it earlier, and I started to read it, and I was like, why am I doing this? So I do know a bit of this. Okay. Hence why it is starred right now, because mm. I had to find a way to find it, because I had already read it. Right. Because I am an idiot. Don't want to lose the precious email Gmail. It's nice having this big-ass fucking Here table. we go. Dude, I feel oh, like, shit. honestly, and I was thinking about this now, or earlier, I'm going to tell you about it now instead of after the show. I feel like doing this at a table makes this way more fun. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> this comes to us from dear friend of the show, Brian. Subject line, The Nerve. Mm-hmm. He writes, Dear Tom Rose and Braden Distrain, where do you two chuckle fucks get off with charging people for a Patreon? You've been playing it fast and loose for the past few months now. Episodes coming out late, smoking the electric devil's lettuce, violating your own rules of not being high while recording the show. I don't remember that being a rule. Tom even <laughs> suggested, parting the beads, of having eight pissing people to do a watch-along of Moonfall... You two recently have been under the side effects of the marijuana poisoning. I'm thinking of taking my business elsewhere to support a more professional product of Review Review. The nerve of even suggesting a Patreon tier to spend money to hang out with you two dingleberries is something I've done before for free and wouldn't recommend to my worst enemy. I weep for the unwashed masses that would pay for your content. This program is not for the audience of highly educated individuals such as myself and my fierce rival Connor Hopkins. You all got too big for your britches. <laughs> this is a great... Um, on the series, congratulations to 100 plus episodes as of this email. This program has been keeping me sane on a weekly basis for the past year and change. A well, bright now light. it's going to have to be bi-weekly unless you fork it up, Brian. <laughs> a bright light in dark times. <laughs> I always look forward to sitting down and hearing an entertaining conversation with my boys Tom and Braden on Thursday afternoons. Keep up the good work and never stop asking the age-old question of, what are we even doing? Connor Hopkins still sucks shit and probably was the mastermind behind 9-11. Oh my god. (laughs) And I I vow to reclaim the prestigious Luther College Midwest Regional Emmy from his dirty, expensive, glorified glorified GED educated Iowa inbred hands. Holy shit. Keep up the good work. Take your piping hot link for your Patreon and get the fuck out. Sincerely, Brian, a.k.a. the last survivor of the Space Shuttle Columbia. There we go. That was amazing. Just incredible. Well, From his dirty, expensive, glorified, glorified GED-educated Iowa inbred hands. A scathing indictment. Jesus. I... I that... There was... There's malice behind that. There, one. there really was. Ah, you know what? Uh, Brian and a lot of our other like loyal listeners have a better memory of this show than I do for some odd reason. He said, grabbing his beer. <laughs> I don't know that I re- made a decree to not be high on this show. I don't think I don't think we ever did that. No. Maybe that was in a personal conversation. In which case, Brian, I told you that in confidence. And I then may, I I definitely did betray it. But. I may have said something. Uh, Something along the lines of, um, yeah, I thought about like not doing that, yeah, just for a bit, and then I was sure. like, no, nah, why not? Yeah, got to. 
But I don't know. You know what? Fuck I love man. how vague that quote was right there that I just said. No, you know what? Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, this is our show. If we want to get fucked up on here, we can. I don't give a fuck. I've drank at a bare minimum of 101 beers have been drank by me on this show. How many beers do you think total? We brought this up last time. No, I mean, like, total? Even me, because I've drank some beers on this show. A thousand. Show. We've, had, <laughs> we've had Dakota has, has and if, if we were to talk the day of, just the the times that we had Bucky and Cole on here, a thousand beers. <laughs> And someday we will have Hartenbauer on here too. Oh, thank God! I've been wanting to it's have. It's gonna happen. It's gotta happen. I'll fucking kidnap him. I, don't I care. hope we get, we're at a visual medium at this point. Oh, because please! The world, the wowed world, the people we're gonna need to, to see his arms. We're gonna have to get a wide angle lens. Like, <laughs> uh, okay, let's at least tell people what we're here to talk about if they haven't seen the title of the show. Um, so ages ago. Ages ago this on this is, show, this is this is ancient Wowed lore. It, this is not even on a phone. This is like an unrolled parchment or a scroll. Yeah, <laughs> blowing the dust off of it. Yeah. It's some sort of in, intricate Arabic. Uh, we talked about the good people over at Pluto TV, John Pluto's favorite station, coming to you live from a Quonset hut outside in the deserts of Paducah, Kentucky. That's right, bringing that back too. Yes. And they're 24-7 TNA channel. And we talked about, we should just watch one hour and cover it. And then the conversation was, well, we'd have to like get together. Okay, I'm going to start it. Are you ready? Or, and then I was like, no. I, I suggested, what if it wasn't? What if we didn't? Yeah. No, this, that, we yeah, that part was definitely your idea. What if we specifically didn't tell each other when? Yeah. And... This is how this idea has become a... Br- and we've talked about it for how long, do you think? Honestly, it's probably been close to a year. I feel like this is one yeah. of our very earliest ideas. I think it was. Um, with it, it, I mean, it would have been inside of the first ten episodes easily that this got brought up. Because mm-hmm. especially back then, I was watching a lot of TNA on Pluto TV. Um, and you know what really upsets me about it is... So I asked you how I'm supposed to... Watch this, and you came back with "It's free." I'm like, "Oh, okay." I don't, yeah. So, I I'm like not familiar, looked it up. I'm not familiar with your setup at your house. I looked it up. Man, there's a Pluto.tv website that you could just go on and 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 what? If you really? have a computer, yeah. If you have a phone, honestly, you might be able to go on your phone. I would and go bet to it's Pluto.tv. Phones are basically computers at this point, so yeah. I I I'm upset that it took us this long to get this. Or do this, mm. knowing how fucking easy it is. Like I'm, I was I'm worried. Not, it was I'm not. Be a, a challenge. By the way, I am not opposed to doing a sequel to this episode yeah. where we do another. Fuck. Maybe next time we commit to doing two hours. You know what I mean? Like I'm not opposed to do another hour. I'm not opposed. To, I'm not opposed to bringing this back at some point. Yeah. Because um, I think we've got a lot of fun shit to discuss on here. Uh, however. One of the things that prompted us finally pulling the trigger on this was our dear friend, Bucky Collins, who messaged me to say that Frankie Kazarian just recently won the X Division title, as in like on the last big TNA show, Mm. which I was like, okay, I, I know that. There's a you know the forbidden door is a little bit more open, but he is definitely under contract to AEW. Yeah, 
So I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. And uh, he told me that they made a big deal out of it because he is the 100th X Division champion. And okay, this Bucky being a fan of this show and a fan of one of our favorite recurring bits. Yes. Folks, I'm about to read to you the complete lineage of the X Division Championship. And I'm going to have to borrow that from you, sir, before I do this. So if you can just fill a few seconds here, please. Of course. I'm going to fill a few seconds because as we're going to further our infection of marijuana poisoning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm about to switch carts for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I'm excited. I When he said he was the 100th champion, I had to say to myself, excuse me? All right, so I'm also real quick for reference. Um, how many like WWE championships or champions has there been? I'm not positive, but I also but okay to your point, the WWE championship has existed since like the '60s. That's true. That's another, so. That's another... I think that when we did the Intercontinental title, there was only 90. Okay, or 90 when... yeah, ish. I think that seems right. I don't know. Uh, also, real quick, so this is this is one championship, and I'm just going to burn through the different names that it has had. Okay. It has been called the NWA X Championship in 02, the NWA TNA X Championship in also in 02, when I'm sure that TNA and the NWA started doing business together, the NWA TNA X Division Championship in 03, the TNA X Division Championship from 03 until uh, 2017. Impact Wrestling X Division Championship for a couple of months in 2017. The Global Force Wrestling X Division Championship, again for literally a month and a day in 2017. What? It says it was called that from August 17th to September 18th in 2017. Keep that in your back pocket. Uh, Okay. And I'm talking for something that's going to happen later in this episode. And it is now known as the Impact X Division Championship. All right. Whew. Let me get a swig of some liquid courage here. Amazing. I can't wait for this. I'm excited. Do you care to, do you care to guess who was the first ever X Division Champion? Ooh, uh, what year? June the 19th of 2002. Uh... So we're a few months past the 20-year anniversary of this. That's cool. That's neat. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to say AJ Styles. That is correct. Okay. AJ <laughs> Styles wins it in June 20, June 19th of 2002. I've actually seen this match. Styles defeated low-key Jerry Lynn and Psychosis in a four-way double elimination match to be crowned the inaugural champion. The event aired. This was at the first ever official TNA show. They taped like two or three like pay-per-view tile. They taped a lot of shit. But yeah, that was a four-way match where the rules were you had to get two falls in order to win. Okay. AJ wins by crushing Jerry Lynn's life on a spiral tap. Yes, uh, dude. I love the spiral tap. It's so good. His only ever looked good three or four times, but... Terrifying. <laughs> Just, I, can't, I cannot imagine I love... laying there and watching that happen. Tom, I think I might have said this on the show before, but I'll, I'll say it again because just to be mm. safe. The spiral tap is my favorite top rope maneuver. Love it. 
That's awesome. I love it. It just love looks. It. So, what do you think of the um, the inverted one where it's the twisting moonsault? I believe it's called the Sky Twister Press or a Cancun Tornado. Those are those are fun too. Spiral. But there's something really about. Because I don't know. I guess it just looks like you're hurting them more. You know what I think my favorite one is from like when I was a kid. I think it stuck with me. I think the 450. Yeah. Yeah. I just love a good crisp 450. I also What's like. With it? I like. I like. I figured this out. When it comes to flips, man, if you add a twist in it, oh, I'm there. The Black Arrow is one of the most insane things in the world, and that motherfucker has never made it not look good. It's amazing. Like, it's, it's amazing that he can do it, but yeah. it's also amazing that he has that precision and that aim with it, because I've never even seen him, like, be a little bit off, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's always fucking perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles, inaugural champ. He would then lose it uh, a month and change later to Low-Key. Low-Key would then lose it two weeks later to Jerry Lynn. The title was then vacated. <laughs> Jerry Lynn vacated the championship due to injury. It was then won by, holy shit, Six Pack, otherwise known as X Pac, otherwise known as Sean Waltman. Amazing. Uh, he defeated Kid Cash, Tony Mamaluke, the SAT, Ace Steel, and AJ Styles in a ladder match to win the vacant championship. That sounds unbelievable. So, wait, are we at one vacation? Yes, we are four I'm champions. Keep, I'm going to keep a. a an actual count of this. Okay. Uh, let's see. Then, AJ would win it just a few weeks later. Jerry Lynn. Sonny Siaki. There's a fucking who uh, name <laughs> that I did not know was ever uh, exhibition champion. <coughs> Kid Cash would win it in February of 03. Uh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. That's just about renaming stuff. The... Amazing Red, fuck yeah, would win it in April of 03. Chris Sabin, about a month later. Mm. Michael Shane, about a month later. Chris oh, Sabin. They're just, they're wins just it. firing through them. Uh, this one lasted a little while. Chris Sabin wins it in January of 2004. The title was then vacated. Or two. Chris Sabin vacated the championship due to an injury. Okay. Uh, Kazarian. I, always, I almost feel bad for... Counting that one, but it does count. The the first two so far have been due to injury. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't even yeah. catch that in the first one. Yeah. Uh, Kazarian wins it. Um, then AJ. This says Kazarian and Michael Shane. <laughs> what? Kazarian and Shane were declared co-champions after defeating AJ Styles in an Ultimate X match. Oh, they pulled the belt down at the same time. Okay. That was okay. So they are co-champions. Petey Williams. AJ Styles wins it back in January of oh, we're up to January of oh five. By the way, Petey Williams versus AJ Styles. Oh, it was real good. I've seen yeah. that match. It's very fucking good. Uh, Christopher Daniels wins it in March of oh five, which I've also seen that match, and it's very good. AJ Styles wins it September eleventh, two thousand and five. The Unbreakable Three Way. We have covered that on the show before. Tying the shit it, together, and it rules. It's so fucking good. Samoa Joe, the Samoa Submission Machine, would then win it in December <laughs> of 05. Uh, Christopher Daniels wins it in March of 06. Back to Samoa Joe. Sinchi, a.k.a. Loki, would win it in June of 2006 wow. in a three-way match involving Sanjay Dutt. He absolutely pinned Sanjay. Um, Chris Sabin wins it in October. 
AJ Styles beats him two days later. Holy shit. All right. Uh, Christopher Daniels, Chris Saban, Jay Lethal, Samoa Joe wins it back in 2007. I, I don't remember this at all. Ho, ho. Kurt Angle. Yep. Former exhibition champion. For totally forgot about this. Um, he would lose it to Jay Lethal. I've seen that match. It is fucking excellent. Um, Johnny Devine won this in 08. Holy fuck. I didn't even realize he was still there at this point. Then Jay Lethal. Um, he won it in a six-man tag in which the person who got the fall would win the championship. It was Lethal and the Machine Guns against Johnny Devine and the Dudleys. Uh, let's see. Petey Williams. Sheikh Abdul Bashir, which I believe was... Um, Sean Devari. Yes, if I thank you. If I remember correctly. Yep. Uh, Eric Young wins it in December of 08. See, at this point, I'm not even watching TNA. That's how fast I was like in and out of that company, because I have no memory of this. The title was then vacated. Yes. Management <laughs> director Jim Cornette stripped Eric Young of the championship because his win was controversial. In what way? I, I don't know. It doesn't. There's no more information there. Alex Shelley would win it uh, in a tournament. Then suicide. Hold on. There's a massive note under this. This was an X Division Ultimate X match. Blah blah blah. Um. Okay. Christopher Daniels is under the mask of suicide for the championship win. Okay. Frankie yeah. Kazarian also played the character during this reign, but Impact doesn't count it towards his record. It's unknown if Impact counts this reign towards Christopher Daniels, as in, like, you're a so many times exhibition champion. Okay. All right. Amazing. Uh, suicide lost it to Homicide. Homicide. I don't remember Homicide being exhibition champion, like, at all. Samoa Joe won it from him in 2009. <laughs> And then about two months later, the Amazing Red beat Samoa Joe. Oh my god, what? I kind of want to watch all of this shit. I need this. There needs to be a YouTube or a John Pluto playlist that's just every X Division title change. Um, Doug Williams wins it in 2010. Holy fucking god. There's a huge note on that. I'm not even going to bother. Because <laughs> I'm not even going to bother. Because the title was then vacated. He was not able to defend it due to travel restrictions after the Icelandic volcano erupted. I remember that because it also fucked up things for Raw and SmackDown. Guys were stranded over there and they had to like rebook okay. the show because yeah. there was this massive volcanic eruption that canceled all the flights. Yeah. Uh, so we're at four. Yes. Amazing. Two due to injury, one due to booking, and one due to volcano. <laughs> one due to volcano. <laughs> uh, then Kazarian. Back to Doug Williams. Jay Lethal. Amazing Red. Just keeps popping back up. Jay Lethal. Robbie E. Jay Lethal. Kazarian. Uh, it, Abyss won the X Division title <gasps> in 2011. What? There, There is no notes on this. <laughs> Brian Kendrick. <laughs> Abyss to Brian Kendrick, then Austin Aries. The title was then vacated. <coughs> Amazing, and I love that it was on Austin Aries. Yes, because he invoked option C, which I hate. We've talked about this once on here on the show. That's very Austin Aries, though. Y- yeah. Okay. 
Then it would Nate. go on Zima Ion, a.k.a. DJ Z, a.k.a. Joaquin Wild. Uh, then Rob Van Dam. Yes. What the, what the fuck? Uh, he wins it in 2012. Uh, he would lose it to Kenny King. Hang on. Oh, shoot. This says Kenny King's X Division membership was also on the line. I don't have a fucking clue what that means. Chris Saban. Then back to Austin Aries. Then Chris Saban. The title was then vacated. Yes. Because Chris Saban invoked option C. No. Ah, uh, fuck. Manic, otherwise known as TJP. Chris Saban. Austin Aries. Chris Saban. Austin Aries. Sonata. Uh, Dreamwave alumni. Sonata. He, mm. did, he did one show, and then uh, at the after party, I watched him take a shot of Malort. And he was not well. <laughs> Uh, Austin Aries. The title was then vacated. Okay. As Austin Aries invoked option C again. We're at three option C's. I got another counter. I don't remember that. I already have another counter for option C's. I don't remember that. Okay, whatever, whatever. Samoa Joe. The title was then vacated. He vacated the championship due to not being medically cleared to compete. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to call that injury, I guess. Low-key, who is now low-key and not Sinchi. Then Austin Aries. Then low-key. Rockstar Spud, a.k.a. Drake Maverick. Rockstar Spud beat low-key. Uh, let me see if there's any notes. Uh, doesn't seem to. He invoked his Feast for Fire championship opportunity. And he just beat him. That's based on the knowledge I have here, Yes. Do you think Brandon tried to leverage for more money? Hey, man, I'm still going to be Rockstar Spud. Uh, (laughs) Amazing. Kenny King, Rockstar Spud. The title was then vacated Mm. because Rockstar Spud invoked option C. Mate. Tigre Uno. I don't even know who this is. He defeated, oh my god, no. He defeated Grado. And low-key in a three-way elimination match to win the vacant championship. Okay. I can't think of anything I want to watch less. (laughs) Trevor Lee, a.k.a. Given the time, I could not come up with something I would would. If If I had to choose between, like, watching polar bears commit suicide or a match that Grado is in, I want to know what method the bears are using. I can't. Grado was just fucking awful. I'm unfamiliar, so... Just bad. He was just like... You know those wrestlers that get popular online and then, like, the bell rings and you're like, why the fuck does anyone like this? That was it. Grado's character evidently was that he was a fucking portly idiot. I I don't know, but he came out to... I think he came out to share. So people were like, oh, this is great. And it's like, no, it's fucking not, guys. And it it just wasn't. Um, Okay, fuck. Okay, Trevor Lee... Eddie Edwards wins it in 2016. Mm. Uh, Mike Bennett. Oh. Did not know this. Wins it two days later. Okay. Eddie Edwards wins it back the next day. (laughs) Oh my god. In an Ultimate X match (laughs) that included Andrew Everett, Braxton Sutter, DJZ, Mandrews, Rockstar Spud, and Trevor Lee. Holy shit. Oh, ho, ho. Lashley. What? 
This was a winner-takes-all six sides of steel for both Eddie Edwards' X-Division Championship and Lashley's World Heavyweight title. What are we... What? A steel cage match with Eddie Edwards and Bobby Lashley sounds kind of awesome. I, I, yeah. I like Eddie Edwards stuff. Yeah. But what the fuck... Okay. Oh, guess what? If you had to guess. <laughs> if you had to venture a guess. If you had to wager a guess. If I had to guess, I would I would think maybe the title was then vacated. You are correct, sir. Because Lashley unified the TNA King of the Mountain Championship with his TNA World Heavyweight Championship and vacated the X Division Championship. That's all. So he had three belts, and he was like, and he, That's merged, too much. he merged two of them, and then it was just like, you can have this one. Uh, all right. DJ Z, Trevor Lee, low key. God damn it. <laughs> the rhyming. Sanjay Dutt would finally win the belt, in my opinion, probably 10 years too late in May of 2017. Um, during this reign, it was renamed the Global Force Wrestling X Division Championship. Cool. Trevor Lee, Taiji Ishimori. Holy shit. He was X Division Champion, um, won it in November of 2017. Matt Seidel, Brian Cage. Amazing. July of 2018. Okay. Guess what, y'all? It's that time again. The title was then vacated because Brian Cage invoked option C. (laughs) Yes! Rich Swan, Jake Crist, Ace Mm. Austin, Willie Mack, Chris Bay. I was just recently on a show with Chris Bay. Uh, Rohit Raju. This says Manic slash TJP. I think he was yes during the during the reign he was unmasked from man. Okay, Ace Austin, Josh Alexander would win in April of 2021. Same song, different verse. The title was then vacated when Josh Alexander invoked option C. Yes, Trey Miguel would win it in October of 2021. Then Ace Austin. Then Mike Bailey. Then Frankie Kazarian, August 7th of 2022. And if there was ever a fitting way to end this. The title was then vacated when Kazarian (laughs) invoked option C. Oh my god. This episode will air on tape to delay on October 20th. So that's where we actually are chronologically, even though that has not yet come out on television at the time of this recording, for another two days. Amazing. Fucking A, Cotton. That was a lot. Yeah. All 13 vacations. Yep. Seven option Cs. I fucking hate option C. I truly fucking hate it. It simply devalues the X Division Championship. Yeah. Like... Plus, like, this is a company that does their own, like, kind of sort of take on the money in the bank thing. They do the fucking Feast or Fired thing where there's four briefcases. They do the fucking, their own take on tournaments that get title shots. They have all these other devices to get someone a heavyweight title shot. You don't need this. It's also, yeah, it is just lazy. It's just fucking, yeah, it's just fucking lazy. It really does just be like, oh, well, we do our Feast or Fired thing. But that's actually kind of a more fun concept than the Money in the Bank is. Why don't we just make this other championship a Money in the Bank? 
Oh, you need someone in a, in a world cha- heavyweight championship match? Well, let's just have him win that X Division championship and then immediately use it for option C. Yeah. It's lazy. Just, ugh, stupid. I don't like it. Um, all right, guys. We're going to get into this one hour of TNA on John Pluto. And I'm going to let Braden go first. So if you would, I don't know if you, if you noted it or not. What time was this? What day was this? Did you remember that at all or this no? This was Saturday. Saturday. Uh, the, uh, what would that have been? 15th? Yeah, we'll go with that. This was Saturday, the 15th. Yeah. Um, at 11.22, I started watching. Okay. PM, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay. Wait. 11, no. That's the one at night. Uh, yeah, this was in the morning, actually. Oh, so then so you were wrong. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> it got to PM when I was when I was done. Oh, okay, now. But anyway, um, I actually watched till a little bit after twelve twenty-two mm. because I had so many fucking ads during. I have ad blocker on my PC. Yeah. When I watch Peacock, I have nothing. I had no ads. That's Nothing amazing. Ever. It's oh, awesome. What a dream. So many ads on this. Yeah. Where's my ad blocker? Yeah, I Why got is it not working? I do have notes about the ads. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Go on. But, so immediately, I'm in 2004. Okay. I didn't know what show this was, even though I, I should have. <laughs> It's, honestly, it might be hard to tell, too, because, like, you said 11.22. Yeah. So you're coming in, like, halfway through something, most likely. Because I yeah. assume that they operate this on a top of the hour to top of the hour. Probably. Yeah. I should have <laughs> I should have waited, honestly. But I thought it would be more fun if it was just a little bit more chaotic. Oh, I agree. So I'm whew, halfway through an eight-man X-Division tag match. So it's Juventud Guerrera, Abismo Negro, Hector Garza, and Mr. Aguila. I copy and pasted that Aguila. from Aguila. Yeah. That. Do you know who Mr. Aguila is? No. S.A. Rios. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, versus Eric Young, Shark Boy, Matt Stryker with a Y, and Chad Collier. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, the Ring of Honor Pure Division back then is on display here because Matt Stryker and Chad Collier were, that was their lot in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Matt Stryker had a match with Samoa Joe one time for the Ring of Honor World Title. That might be this highest profile thing. Joe crushed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as as should, as should really. I started with Hooventude and uh, Sharkboy were in the ring, and they were doing their stuff. Um, I actually did like this match. It was a lot of fun action. Yeah. A lot of ads still throughout this match, even, because I was like, what are we doing? But I'm assuming this match is all for the one side, and then the other are probably just bump and feed Goon Patrol. Yeah. A lot of that but was still, it. Yeah, there's nothing but wrong with that. I think I'm not. Oh, actually, no, it was. It wasn't. Hmm. Um, because it was like pretty back and forth. Because it was like a 
whoever, whatever team won, got to face another four man team. Okay. I can't remember who it was. Part of the Super X or World X Cup? Is that what this is? Maybe. I don't know. World um, X Cup was a really cool thing that TNA did, and it would have been around 04. So, I don't know. I'm sorry. Keep going. But, um, and Team AAA won. It was like Team AAA. Gotcha. They won, and, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to read my notes and remember what I what I want. <laughs> that's that's the thing. So there's that beer that I got. There you especially go. Especially with those that big there you go. Reese's cup. Hmm. So I have no idea <laughs> where my notes go at this point. Okay. Because I don't think I watched what this pays off to. I don't think. Oh, wait, no, I did. No, I did. Um, my notes are as follows. Trinity gets interviewed. She's going to be handcuffed to Sonny Siaki during the main. Okay. That's it. That's all I have on that. Oh, wait, no, no. Hold on. Trinity says Sonny is a, is brain dead and everyone who disagrees is also brain dead. <laughs> Sonny tries to handcuff himself to Trinity and someone, I genuinely do not know, attacks him and handcuffs him to something in the back. Okay. And that's it. And that's the end of the segment. There we go. If I had just read my notes a little further, I would have actually gotten it. There so we like, go. I remember Trinity being involved in TNA because mm-hmm. she was always wearing not a lot. <laughs> And did a dive off of a cage one time that they replayed a lot, which is pretty cool. Um, pretty cool. Sonny Siaki, I remember existing, but as evidenced earlier, didn't remember he uh, ever achieved the X Division title. So mm-hmm. there's that. I know I recognize that name. So, so they ne- the next thing they play is like a video package mm-hmm. for Three Live Crew that shows them performing live, and I'm like. You're, they actually had Bad. a concert. Ah, uh, that would have been awful. No, never for anyone. <laughs> and then I never need this. <laughs> it's gonna be three live crew versus the red shirts. The fuck are the red shirts? They were called the red shirts, and I I wrote down. It's three life crew versus who they call the red shirts. And then when they come out, their fucking nameplate says the red shirts. Who the fuck are they? I don't know. Are they wearing masks? Let me look up. Who are the they red even shirts. wearing red shirts? Yeah, they're wearing. Hang red. on. I'll look it up so you can keep looking at your notes. But they're wearing what now? They're wearing um, red shirts. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Black jeans, and it looks like some form of wrestling boot, maybe knee pads underneath, who knows, maybe not. They look, I think they said, maybe they, maybe the shirt said security on them, maybe there's security for someone. Red shirt security? Know. Maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, this was evidently a thing. Bring it to me, Wikipedia. This was evidently a thing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I just said. Kevin Northcutt is a retired American professional wrestler who was part of Red Shirt Security. I remember that name now. Ryan Wilson was also part of Red Shirt Security. Red Shirt Security Stables Database. They have a cage match thing up. Okay, yeah. Just two dudes. Yeah. 
Okie dokie. Sure. I don't know. Um, w- w- there's more. Let me read this out loud so I can maybe understand it. Okay. There's more TNA that exists without BG James than with him. Yeah. How did I get so fucking lucky? <laughs> oh, man. Let me tell you something. You think you drew the short straw? <laughs> when we get to mine... <laughs> That's brother, why you're going last. Oh, it is. Because imagine if you spun a roulette wheel and you picked red or black and it stopped spinning and they just said, Shit! That's what the <laughs> fucking landed in. That's what okay. I got on this fucking endeavor. Put it all on black. It's red. Ow! Oh! <laughs> I am a dead man! Because we haven't plugged it... Um, I think you should leave. That, too. Always, I think you should leave. But also, the characters. Episode 7. Correct. Basically, the lost episode of I Think You Should Leave. Yeah. Which I think is rumored to get a season 3, by the way. I heard. Fucking I heard ought that. to. I yeah. heard that. Um, like Netflix doesn't have the fucking money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I feel like there's a new thing on Netflix every fucking day. Like, I bet there's shit on there that has never been watched just because nobody can find it. Some, You know what I mean? Some just in-house thing that they yeah. made that just gets lost in the fucking shuffle. Imagine finding something on Netflix and it says zero views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was update, or uploaded like five years ago. Um, Speaking of Netflix, mm. brother, I watched RRR a third time. It's so fucking good. It's, like, my genuinely one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Also, earlier today you were talking about how, like, you, you learned that those guys were based on, like, historical... You, you said it yourself, but, like, loosely. Oh, yeah. Like, like to such a degree that, like, the, the way that, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on Ed Gain. Yeah, type of thing, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, uh, um, sort of. Like, that I, actually happened. I but. watched it with my friend Tim, and do you want to know how I know he liked it mm. as we were watching it? Mm. We're two hours into this movie. It's mm-hmm. three hours long. We're two hours into this movie. He says, I got to go to the bathroom. And he paused it. Oh, okay. And he paused it, dude. Yep. That's how you know. And I just told him today, I was like, dude, when we watched, he had to like immediately leave for a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went up to his room and I worked on music until he got back from it and then we worked. But that's besides the point. Right. So we didn't get to talk about the movie. So I like messaged him today and I was like, we didn't get to talk about that. And he was like, yeah, dude, I actually kind of want to watch it again. Yeah. And then we can talk about it. I'm like, dude, th- I love that he likes it that much. It's like, fucking great. It's, uh, yeah. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. I wanted to talk about that on the undercard, but we got moving so fast. Yeah. And then I thought the Netflix was a perfect segue. So that I... Anyway. Back to the topic at hand. Yes. They're coming out to this song. It was the one that they were performing or whatever. I can't have Oh, it. Three Life Crew. Sorry. I yeah. can't have it. It's bad. It's this weird custom song that they're doing. Yeah. Not... I can't. Did you ever see Road Dog and, at the time, K-Quick, when they were a short-lived tag team? Like, that was R-Truth's, like, original bit in the Fed. It was This was post-New Age Outlaws and everything, but they, no. was, they were still paying Road Dog. They put them together. And that was when the Get Rowdy mm. thing was his theme, and they would just come out and poorly rap it. It was... Yeah. You know, 
Our truth was okay to Road Dog is, is <laughs> Road Dog is he's so good on the mic, right? Like it just like you know yeah. be, the Road Dog promo. You know what I mean? He's unbelievably skilled at that. Anytime they tried to make him rap or sing along or whatever, and I don't know if it's the, the, the fucking Jeff Jarrett tie-in from like that original run or whatever, it's bad. It's so fucking bad. Yeah. Like, also... That's fair. Because <laughs> he always sounds out of breath, too. Mm-hmm. But he's just kind of, like, standing there. Yeah. And he's trying to be cool, but he's not. No. He He's not. He's a dad. Especially... Yeah, you said this is 04? Yeah. Yeah, man, we're... If we're, be, if we're being generous, we're still, like, three or four years past when he was popular. And then they came back in 2015. Yeah, and had that kind of fun run. Uh, but at least they were having good matches. I'm sorry, go on. Anyway, so uh, my well, one of my first notes on this match is, oof, that was an arm drag that I saw once. <laughs> um, uh, what was, was I... What was I... I have an ad blocker as my next note. Yes. Couldn't make sense of that. I might actually edit that one out. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Legend, Legend, I have him wrote down as Legend. I don't know why. I think that might be his name that he was going by at this point. I don't know. Larry Zbysko? No. The Living Legend? No, it's like one of the guys, one of the red shirts. Okay. He goes for a moonsault and he does it. Yeah. I don't know if the person moves out of the way or not, but regardless. Okay. He is a huge man. Good. <laughs> Love that. My next note is Ron Killing's rules. Always. Um, so the finish of this, there's some sort of distraction thing mm-hmm. happens or whatever. Shane Douglas comes out. Hits BG James with a chain, and the Red Shirts win the Tag Team Championships. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Then I didn't, like, he For some reason, I don't chain. know if you mentioned or not, I didn't catch it, that this was for the tag titles. I must have not <laughs> I didn't write it down. Holy but fucking yeah. shit. Man, even if you're a fan of either person, nobody wants to see Shane Douglas and Road Dog in a program together. What the fuck? Fuck. What? My, why is my what? phone saying it's not activated? I don't know what that means. Like, as in not activated as a cell phone. Like, I don't have service. Oh, I don't know. That's weird. It's giving me notifications, and if that becomes a problem, I'm going to lose my shit. Hmm. Anyway, um... So... Scott Hudson is in the back interviewing Sandman... Sandman says he's bringing in Terry Funk, but it really genuinely sounded like he said Sherry Fuck instead of Terry okay. Funk. Like, he had so much so much <laughs> oomph behind it. I'm bringing in Sherry Fuck! I love that. Like, that's what it sounded like. Jesus. But anyway, this next shit... <laughs> You're going to make it? I might. I might. Jesus. Mike Tanay announces ICP 
Mm-hmm. Like, and they come out to the ring. Okay. I, I'm like, what yeah. is going on? Yeah. Um, can I can I interrupt real quick for a, a, a lightning fast ICP story? Go ahead. So I've talked about it before on here, but I used to do Wednesday night shows in Southern Illinois every week. They were free shows. Long story short, ICP was passing through the area, and they contacted us and said, "Hey." We just want to be on the show. We're not going to charge you any money. We just want to do it. We just want to wrestle. And so they said, okay. I had never seen that venue so full. Amazing. Now, having said that, they stayed on their bus until it was time for their match. We played their music. They got off their bus, walked like across the sidewalk. This uh, venue it was on the second floor. Got off their bus, walked across the sidewalk, up the stairs, through the crowd, into the ring, had their match, and then right the fuck back out they went. Wow. Now, you know, this, that, and the other, sure, but that place was completely fucking full. Like, it was never that full before or after. So there's that. There you go. I also have uh, worked for the clowns, but we've talked about that elsewhere. Or we'll save it for a future episode. Go on. Okay. So... They're wearing shirts that say that say murder uh-huh. and nothing else. Right. Well, they're insane, and they're clowns in a group. Some would, some might say, posse. Correct. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, why do, do do you think it's okay? Why do you think the Juggalos gravitated towards TNA at this time? Is there... Do you, do you think that's a thing, or... Is, or I think... Or was it more of a... I think that there was definitely, a, like, a crossover in the fan bases back then for, like, ICP, Juggalos, and pro wrestling. I think those things just kind of blurred together, but I think... They're not yeah. blurred together, but, like, they just had there a lot a, of common There was a Venn diagram. Yeah, for sure. And I think that part of it was that ICP are huge wrestling fans, and... I love they, that. I mean, they had matches in WCW. They had matches in early Ring of Honor. They had matches in TNA. You know, all they need now is like... Oh, and they they were involved in WWE. Yeah, because they were in with the oddities in the late 90s. Wow. I, okay. So I think now I, all they need is like AEW and New Japan to fucking complete the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, Yeah. Um, um, yeah, because I, I mean, know, like, yeah, because they were in with the oddities. Fun. And I'm sure... Yeah, they had matches. They had a couple there, too. And then uh, one of their songs, I believe, was the Oddities theme, even after they were done working there. Okay. Uh, I think that's part of it. And I also, like, far be it for me to besmirch our own fan base. But wrestling fans don't typically have a lot of money, and uh, neither do Juggalos. So, Mm. you know, that Venn diagram is... There's a lot of shared circle there. Yeah. But. Okay. Fair enough. So. Glenn Gilberti comes out. <laughs> oh, no. Because um, why would the segment get better is what I said. <laughs> and to be fair, the segment was fine. For right. It was just. It was, it was just a promo. Yeah. You've heard it before. Sure. Like, getting pops from the crowd. Whoop, whoop. Yep. He got a pop for Mike Tanay, which 
I cool. love that. Good. Um, so, they, I don't remember what happened. He says, Glenn Birdie says, who cares what? And they start brawling. Um, Glenn Gilberti, by the way, for those of you who are listening and don't know that name or the why it prompted such a ugh reaction, this is Disco Inferno. A man who at no point should have ever made one dollar <laughs> from professional wrestling. Like, I wouldn't. I thought f- you were going to leave it at, at just shouldn't have made it one dollar. You know what? I fucking could. Like, I wouldn't pay that fucking guy to shovel shit. Like, <laughs> let alone try to entertain me. Oh my god, I love And if by the way, fun fact, I love uh, our our friend Dan, as in T Man, mm. claims that he loves Disco Inferno. I don't believe him. <laughs> I also defy him to bring me a good Disco Inferno match. Or anyone for that matter. Find me a match he's in that's good. I dare you. So ICP very quickly gets the upper hand. Good. Yeah. That that would that would be stupid. So they they build up. I think it, they build f- towards a match that it's going to be ICP versus Glenn Gilberti and can't think of his name, but uh, uh, his last name was Young and it wasn't Eric. David probably David Young. Yeah, he was. He would have been there at this time, the Messiah of the Spinebuster. Yeah. I seem to recall a spinebuster. I don't know. Uh, my, it's at this point I I realize that Mike and Don at this point when they're talking when mm-hmm. the camera's on them, they have a microphone and the headset in. <laughs> it's like they're holding a microphone to their mouth. My theory is, it's they're so the live crowd can hear them, mm-hmm. but they're using the headset audio so that it's clearer for the viewing for the for the at home audience okay that's my theory on that sure either way but it, it, it it's just it Odd. was just weird yeah um so it's next that it, we're at i think what was the main event i believe um Eric Watts versus Don Callis. No, <laughs> no. What? You're not. You're. That can't be real. It's real, dude. Eric Watts versus Don Callis for this the, is for sole ownership or sole uh, commissionership, I guess, of of TNA. Man, I ain't had to do this in a good long while on this show. But what are we even doing? <laughs> hey, Eric Watts was always bad. First and foremost. And I love Don Callis in any role but having matches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what the fucking fuck? I think there was a promo from Eric Watts first. Because I have a quote from Eric Watts. I don't know if it was in the video package or not. Mm. Um, that says, you suck and I'm tired of it. <laughs> Which I absolutely love. Could have been, could have been from Eric Watts. Could have been about Eric Watts. We'll never fucking know. You suck, and I'm tired of it. Um, Shattered me. Quick side tangent. Uh, I'm not gonna like reveal the show he was on or something, but uh, our dear friend Fowler uh, recently 
late in the night on the weekends. I know he's on the road. He's had a booking. And I message him and I go, hey, man, uh, how'd it go? And his response was, <laughs> and I quote, I'm really getting tired of people not even being okay at this. <laughs> it absolutely just floored me. I'm like, I... <laughs> All the frustrating <laughs> moments I've had after bad yeah. matches or shows, yeah. I've never been able to articulate them as well as oh, he yeah. in that <laughs> moment. And I know he's just barreling down an interstate in a Cadillac, just pissed off yeah. about to rip the steering wheel out. Like <laughs> I'm really getting tired of people not being... Not even, even being. Not o- even being, being okay, okay at, at this. this. Just crushed me. Um... I'm sorry, so please regale us more of Eric Watts versus Don Callis for the sole commissionship of O4 TNA. I liked the uh, video package actually. Sure. It was it was it was good. Um so I have so few notes on the beginning of this because who could care? I right. think it was a hot start and they went straight into the heat. Amazing. So that Don Callis could stomp poorly stomp on him. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember Don Callis being in TNA at this point. This must have been a fucking... His hair was a nightmare. In and out. Oh, he still had the hair? It wasn't long. Oh, it wasn't no. Short? Ugh. <laughs> See, like, the long hair worked even with his balding fucking hairline in, like, ECW when he was... Um, Cyrus, yeah, or even uh, have we ever? We, no, we have. We covered something with the Truth Commission, right? I, I know so. we did. Yeah, because yeah, we were yeah, talking yeah. about how it Kurgan was, Survivor was one Series, of them. 90, yep, yep. 97? 97, I yep, think. Yep, that's right. That's right. Okay, like it worked back then, but what you're describing sounds awful. <laughs> so, um, what? Where was I? Where was I? Okay, so because my first note on the actual match itself is, I don't know what, Jeff, Jarrett handcuffs Mike Tanay, and Eric Watts handcuffs Jeff Jarrett to the barricade. Okay. So J- Jarrett, I think Jarrett was handcuffing uh, Mike Tanay to the barricade for some yeah. reason. And then, who was it? Somebody handcuffed Jarrett. Yeah, Eric and then Watts? Eric Eric Watts handcuffs Jarek, Jeff Jarrett to the barricade. There's a lot of handcuffs. Mate, on it's show. not even over yet. Oh no! <laughs> because I lost I lost track no, of no. all the handcuffing. Because at one point I wrote, "Everyone is handcuffed to ever to everyone." I lost track of... There was so much handcuffing, dude. And I was losing my mind, dude. (laughs) You got Uh, such a better hour than I did. And I'm (laughs) so pissed about it. At one point, Don Callis is like in... Over the barricade in the chairs and like spreading out. Eric Watts goes to vault over this this, uh, barricade and like splash onto Don Callis. Sure, yeah. Don Callis just sabus the fuck out of him with an open chair. Like, it's not even closed. (laughs) He eats shit. Oh, my God. 
All the way, all, all, by the way, this whole time, Eric Watts has only had on regular ass fucking clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Don he, Callis has like the gear, like the actual singlet and stuff. I love it, especially because Eric Watts looks like every person who has ever changed your oil. <laughs> like he's not even cool and yeah. special enough to get away with wearing clothes. <laughs> I fucking hate Eric Watts. At one, uh, at one point, I, I, not only did I lose track of the handcuffs. <laughs> Because there was, like, a lot of people out for this. Like, oh I think there was God. eight people, like, brawling. And, like, everyone was handcuffed to everyone. I swear to God. Everyone had a pair of handcuffs handcuffed to another person. Oh. At one point, I genuinely want to watch this match with you so we, so we can make sense of this it. This sounds mind-blowing. Yeah. I'm just picturing duck the line handcuffs. <laughs> Not far from it. So... Uh, I gave up on trying to keep track of what was happening. Mm -hmm. So I wrote, a shit ton of shit happened. Mm -hmm. Trinity ran in, and then there was was something that happened because of her run-in that was a huge falsy. I think it might have been a low blow. Who knows? Um, Trinity gets powerbombed by Eric Watts. And... (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Yeah. Um... Then someone, Goldilocks. Goldilocks mm. comes out. Mm. Then she turns on Eric Watts and hits him with a low blow. Amazing. I think that's when the low blow was. Something okay. else was the first thing. I don't know. Okay. Um, Don West says, Goldilocks, you bitch! <laughs> or something. They, be- they bleep it out, is what I'm guessing. Oh, he's throwing that hard C. You know it. Oof. <laughs> Mike... Starts laughing at this. I almost <laughs> like said while it just trying there. to commentate. I it. almost said it just there, and I'm like, you know what? I don't have a problem with that word, but I bet some of our listeners might. I probably. I, you think I? You have probably to... have said it. Probably in a British voice, though, which makes it okay. That's not a challenge. No, but I mean, <laughs> you think if I've said it, it was a British thing? It just seems like something, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um. So Don Callis wins. Good. Um, God damn it. it was so overbooked. This, so this was so insane. It was almost insane enough for me to like it. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah Something yeah. goes so off we're the rails so, yeah. where you, you just—it's the that car crash mentality thing where it's like you gotta fucking look. You know, I had fun watching it. Sure, yeah. Um, that 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 was my hour over. Amazing, because it was at that point. It was after twelve twenty-two, right? You kind of just saw it. Yeah, sure. Um, Because there was no goddamn way I was turning that off without finding out what happened. You, you one million percent got a better (laughs) hour than I did. Um, Oh my god. Okay, I'm. Give me just a second. I am going to get another can. Just fill some air, and then I can't wait to bitch about my bad luck. That's fine. Um, I'm just over here, by the way. Yeah, he's. I can actually fully see him. He doesn't have to fully leave the room. That's it's great. Right. And, and plus, he's already open. back. I don't even have to vamp about anything. So, all right. I opted... Okay, by the way, guys, we didn't mean for this to be also a marathon episode. So these, like, three hours... Yeah. These, like... The, the episode 101... Or, no. Episode 100 was... That's a, a rarity. Four that hours. We'll that. That's a rarity that we'll do that. Um, that being said, let's move quickly on. <laughs> so, 
I did this last night because I wanted this to be as fresh in my mind as possible, regardless of taking notes, you know, whatever. Okay. Raw ends. Okay. I actually did watch the ending of Raw. I go, all right, I'm going to watch my hour of TNA. I'm going to go to bed at a pretty reasonable time for me. So I watched from 10.05 to 11.05. And I had a fucking stopwatch going. Because I was like, I thought about it and I was like, you know what? It might be more interesting for the people if I just cut mine off. So I made this decision. No matter what's happening, no matter how engrossed I am, I'm yanking the cord. Okay. Now here's what happened. Nothing. Because the hour that I watched... (laughs) was from 2017, and it was an hour-long recap of Global Force Wrestling's involvement in AAA at Triple Mania. Oh, my. There is one match on the hour that I watched, and then I had five minutes of, this is what led me to believe my, it's an hour-to-hour thing, or whatever. I'll get to the end, the last five minutes, but, guys, I watched one hour, and I saw a match, and we'll get there. This starts off with this DJZ comeback video. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember this. He got, like, very badly injured uh, in Mexico City, mm. almost died, everything else, Ooh. was able to come back, and is now on fucking Friday Night SmackDown. Fuck yeah, DJZ. Love DJZ. Spent a couple days with him a long time ago in Chicago. Stayed at his place. Uh, great guy. Nope. Um. So there's a comeback video, and they're talking about Mexico City. I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. So then there's a promo slash video package slash recap about Lashley and Moose being in this gauntlet match. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's in Mexico again, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is almost like a trip. I literally wrote down, this is like a triple mania, or a triple mania recap show. I was like, that's so odd. Huh, wonder where this goes. Jeff Jarrett is all over this fucking episode. And he is so good here because he's just talking about, he's like, you know, yeah, Moose and Lashley, you know, those guys, they, they get along fine, but they're very competitive when it comes down to it. And I was like, I like this. Yeah, I like that type of interview where you're making your product seem real. And there's all kinds of backstage stuff with them at Triple Mania where Lashley's like, I thought this was my friend. I thought this was my teammate. Why am I even in this gauntlet match instead of just fighting for a title? I was like... This is cool. Okay. And then guess what? Nothing happens because it's just a fucking recap show. And then they advertise the main event for the recap show. Matt Seidel versus Eli Drake, a.k.a. L.A. Knight. Yeah. (laughs) For the Global Force Wrestling Championship. And I'm like, what fucking hellscape have I fallen into? (laughs) But then I realized, oh man, at some point in the future, we can do the Global Force Wrestling title lineage, which will take probably all of a minute and a half. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, all right. And then I wrote down, these commercials blow goat dick for nickels. These are the <laughs> worst fucking commercials. They're totally ineffective. Don't make me want to fucking buy anything. I even wrote down one of them is for some sort of a medicine called ribellisis, And the side effects on this. I don't even fully remember what the fuck it's for. But, like, the side effects, it's shit where it's like, if your toenails fall off, right, Bellicis may be to blame. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Some people who take right, Bellicis suffer blindness. Like, 
my I God. couldn't fucking handle it. Um, Dude, goat dick for nickels. Fuck them. <laughs> so then... It shattered me. Then there's a segment where LAX is in the ring claiming that they are being like... Or it's low-key as part of LAX. So there's Santana and Ortiz. So I was like, oh, cool. Santana and Ortiz. I like them. Um, but he's saying that he is not being given a title match or something because he's not white. And I'm like, we were doing this in 2017, and then, guess what, guys? Of all the people in the world to say, no, that's not the issue here, Jim Cornette is in the ring saying, you're not getting this opportunity because of your race, you're not getting it because you're a dickhead, or however he words it. And I'm like, this wasn't good, and this has aged horrifically. Jesus. Especially when... Low-key being the quote-unquote good guy here. <laughs> and, or, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Low-key being the minority, but the villain. And Jim Cornette being the one who's saying it's not a race issue. <laughs> just, the, 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 I don't know, there's a, a fucking cornucopia of bullshit here. That I, I just yeah. don't even know if I want to saw into. But he ends up... He gets into a fucking brawl with Johnny Impact. And I'm like, this is what we're fucking hyping this? Like, And the crowd, by the way, they're dead. They do this big pull apart between Loki and Johnny Impact, Morrison, whatever the fuck you want to call him. These people don't give a fuck. I also wrote down that Conan looks like a turtle. He looks like a ninja turtle. <laughs> especially from those original live action movies. Uh, I then wrote ten minutes in. Nothing has happened. Cornette does have a good promo here, but he's basically hyping Johnny Impact. And it's actually a stone simple, but very basic, but still good and effective promo. It's like, all right, cool. Then they have a Johnny Impact hype video about his involvement in AAA <laughs> and at Triple Mania. Also, I didn't know this. He was a he had three different titles in AAA at this point. He was their cruiserweight champion, their heavyweight champion. And their equivalent of a United States champion. Okay. And defended all three of them in a triple threat ladder match at Triple Mania. They had like a triangle-shaped bracket with a belt on each side. And I was like... That's kind of dope. Yeah. I, I mean, it's ridiculous, but yeah, I was kind of <laughs> like, all right, cool. Um, I then Imagine down, one of those where like you can only... like you got to grab one. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Like, just the match starts, everyone immediately goes out and grabs a ladder, and they all just happen to go to different ones, and then they pull They literally down. are just like, yeah, we don't oh. even need to fight. Okay. <laughs> There's just no reason for this. Okay, yeah. That's the one you want? Cool. Yeah, I wanted this one, so that's that works out perfectly. Let's go. Also, even if you didn't do that, you went, like, the normal route, so to speak, all you're going to do is tell people the pecking order on the belts, because if you are the first one up there, you're getting that heavyweight title. Yeah. And then you're just leaving. Also, you would need at least four people to be in the match. Yeah, it would have to be otherwise, musical, after the second guy grabbed cut. one, after the second guy grabbed one, the third guy would just be like, "Well, just lower it down." <laughs> I don't want to climb. There's, I'm I lost. To. I'm the loser and the champion. <laughs> I'm the loser champion. Um, I wrote down there is no TNA here, or the title is just then vacated, <laughs> as is tradition. Um, 
I hate these commercials a lot. Yeah. Um, they. Hey, John. John Pluto. <laughs> Just for a second, can I talk to you? Um, less hype videos for hours on the Pluto on the TNA channel, please, and less ads on specifically the TNA channel. Thank you. Because I know he listens. I also wrote down. This was a bad draw on my end because I'm already suffering. Like mm-hmm. I, this is all, this was genuinely, dude. Of all the shit that we've covered, for me, and because of the bad luck of just this being the random hour I picked, this was the hardest one for me to finish. Yeah. I did not skip commercials. I was like, I just need this to be done. I need this to be over. Um, there's a women's match controversy this year at Triple Mania involving Thunder Rosa. Weird. What are the odds? <laughs> Somehow she had issues with someone. It's almost as if there's a common denominator with all these Thunder Rosa matches having drama and issues. I wonder what that could possibly be. Bum, bum, bum. Anyways. <laughs> uh, there is an unbelievable quote here from Jeremy Borash, who is also all over this episode. Where he says, and it's in regards to the fucking women's match. I can't remember. I think somebody put somebody in a shoot arm bar or something. I can't even remember. It was like Thunder Rosa and Sexy Star, which is just not a great wrestling name. Your first name is Sexy. Um, Yeah, it was one of those dumb fucking things that seems to happen with someone. Uh, But there's this quote from Jeremy Borash here. That I wrote down where he says, at the end of the day, AAA and GFW will exist together. Nope. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Amazing. There's a video package for Desmond Xavier. Uh, Hell yeah. Is he still signed? Yeah. Okay. I I genuinely didn't know. He's unfortunately Um, Wes Lee. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um. There's a hype video for Pagano, whom I was not familiar with and am not now. Uh, they then show clips of Eddie Edwards winning the GHC championship, uh, as otherwise known as like the Pro Wrestling Noah heavyweight title, which I was like, oh yeah, I, I kind of remember that happening. Uh, I don't. Another title that I can do the lineage of at some point. That'd they be fun. point out he was the first American-born champion. It's like, that's cool. Um, 30 minutes in. Nothing has occurred. <laughs> There's then a video package for Garza Jr. And I'm watching this and I'm like, this seems familiar. And he's talking about his uncle Hector Garza, who was in TNA in the like that 04, 05-ish run. I was like, yeah, I remember Hector Garza. And he's they're hyping him up and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, hmm, that's fucking Angel Garza. Mm. So I was like, that's cool. Then... They showed highlights, if you can call them that, of a match between Dick Justice and Congo Kong. Okay. So I I love Dick Justice. He, he's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He's unbelievably funny, right? Yeah. And I, I, I like Kong just fine. This was bad. <laughs> and then they, for some reason, showed highlights of it, <laughs> which I don't understand. And then a big dude named... I'm going to... Pr- Try to pronounce it. Malarella Shira came out and did a stare down with Kong. And Kong mm. left. Because he's the cowardly giant bad guy, I guess. I don't know. I was like, that 
This was very bad. It was just fucking bad. Mm. Um, but they then do a promo with Dick Justice in the back. By the way, they're calling him Richard Just on this, <laughs> where he's just relentlessly doing squats in order to be ready in case they need him because he's a fill-in wrestler. Mm. And I'm like, okay. I don't know if that went anywhere. Um, they then reference a match that had happened between Matt Seidel versus Lashley. Mm. Which I was like, I would watch that. That um, sounds fun. I then wrote, finally, finally, a match. <laughs> this has been my entire hour of this at this point. Uh, so it's Eli Drake being accompanied by Chris Adonis, a.k.a. Chris Masters, versus Matt Seidel. Um, I I don't have a whole lot of, like... Notes on this. It was fine. Uh, Eli Drake did a very bizarre pop-up move that I can't even try to describe via <laughs> an audio medium. Um, I also just wrote, guys, this sucks. How is this this long? It's just... I don't know. Like This is also the first Eli Drake match I've ever seen. I'm not positive. I think I saw one LA Knight match, and it was like three days ago when we watched SmackDown. Uh-huh. Um... Uh. I I wrote down he is standard. I like the catchphrases, you know. I think he's good on the mic, but this is to me. I was like, this is just kind of like I don't know the bare minimum for a mainstream wrestler that I'm seeing. Maybe I just need to see more of his matches. I don't fucking. I don't know. Um, I wrote down this is uh, a house show main event. <laughs> That's the style of match that they work. Uh, the finish, yeah. um, Eli Drake hits an air raid crash, which he called the gravy train. <laughs> which I was like, okay, I I kind of like that. I don't know why. I just think it's funny. Uh, and it was just kind of there. After that, I saw five minutes of a different episode called Greatest Betrayals. And all I saw from that, with all the commercials, was James Storm betraying Chris Harris in the early days of TNA. And then I just wrote down, and... Time's up. Mm. This is the worst thing I've watched for this show. Yeah. Well, that sounds awful for you. An hour-long recap video, and then a fucking Eli Drake match to cap it off. Holy fuck, bad luck. That's why I did it Saturday. I was like, if the hour that I tune in is all that is is I literally was about to be like, if if the hour I tune in is that fucking bully Ray interview thing for an hour straight, I'm going to tune in for a different hour. Yeah, which if I had not waited until the last minute, I would have done the same. The moment (laughs) I realized what it was, I would have bailed. But I was like, I'm not gonna like. I'm not going to stay up for another hour minimum. Yeah, yeah. While I wait for this horse shit to fucking end. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, let's fucking wrap this up. We're coming up on that two-hour mark. Guys, do highly recommend Pluto TV. Uh, there's... Even though we talked about shit about the ads. but Sure, still, yeah. But, like... Ads are going to end. The TNA channel is fun. Uh, there's also an independent wrestling channel in there. Or a pro wrestling channel, which they've got some wild shit on there randomly, too. Um, And then there is just some strange stuff on there. Like, the one channel that just plays Cheers (laughs) round the fucking clock. I'm like, that's 
somebody's jam, and I, I, I like that show. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, check that shit out. Uh, follow us on everything. Don't follow anyone else. Follow the promotions that book us. Dreamwave, back, full-time, bitches. Um, Patreon. December 10th. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. You want to plug this Patreon? Uh, yeah. Plug Patreon. <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have, the like, the name for it. Or how to find it. Should yeah. we just, like, plug that? At a... I will plug that right here. Go. It's going to be patreon.com slash podcast. That's W-A-W-E-D podcast. Patreon.com slash podcast. Wowed and the P is all capital. I don't know if they're case sensitive. Someone can email me and, and can correct that. But that'll be patreon.com slash podcast. There you go. Okay. That all was right, good. Sweet. That was a good plug. Very good. Very professional. Um, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah. Now, do you have a pick for the Patreon episode that will be the next episode that is available? Um, Because yeah. if not, I've got one. You go ahead with yours. Guys, I want to do something that we have not covered. I want to do something that I think will provoke a spirited but unified discussion. Guys, our first episode on Patreon. We're going to do the first episode of NWA Power. Oh, okay. It's on the YouTube. There we go. I remember watching it when it happened because I was excited for it, and that is all I remember. Okay. I've never seen it. It's. I think it's about an hour long, uh, which helps. And again, which free, helps. free for everyone on YouTube. And um, yeah, so... We're gonna we're gonna watch that. We're gonna review that. We're gonna talk all things NWA. Uh, I can't do the NWA title lineage on that because I've already done it. Maybe a different one then. Sweet. Maybe a different NWA title. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Sweet. So, um, with all that, let's just uh, we'll see you next time. I guess. See ya next see time. See ya next time. You'll listen us next time. You'll listen us next time, <laughs> and you'll listen in hell. What are we doing?